And then, like, Ben was, like, technically excellent. <laughs> what does that mean? That's a compliment, right? Technically excellent. Yes, that gets a and bell. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 12 minutes after 5 on this Monday morning, Wisconsin's Morning News. I'm fascinated by your son's Little League team, or baseball team, Eric, and the team mascot that they've chosen. <laughs> yes. They, a uh, live mascot. Yes, they have a live mascot that's U13, so they're 7th graders, and their mascot is a goldfish. Okay, all well and good. Goldfish makes the game. <laughs> goldfish is there. Yes, rooting on the team. What's yes. the, does the fish have? An, of course it does. What's the fish's uh, name? Stony, I think is what they call it. Stone, Stony. Uh, they're they're the Stone Men. That's the name of the team. Okay. So, so old Stony the goldfish. Yeah. So they, they it has a tiny little plastic aquarium. They keep it on the in the dugout with them. They carry it out after the game if they win and. Brings them good luck and good fortune. Who's the keeper of Stony? Well, does, so he, does he kind of travel around? Or? Uh, there has been a little conversation about whether or not it needs to be, you know, one kid I think is generally carrying it around. Okay. But there's been talk that maybe the MVP of the game should have to bring it home and take care of it until the next game. Have, well, then you'd need a little travel pack. Right. Like, this is Stony's food and this is Stony's <laughs> right. treats. So I'm a little worried about that, that all of a sudden that thing's going to end up in my house somehow. But hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I think one kid is basically taking care of this thing. I think the other very real concern is spring baseball in Wisconsin. <laughs> Widely fluctuating temperatures. Well, I was laughing about that. So they played through the weekend. So they're out there Saturday. And I'm this goldfish in that weather on Saturday. And then yesterday, I mean, the sun was baking for a bit yesterday. And here that goldfish is out there. I'm like, oh, my God. The variance in water temperature has to be like 30 degrees. <laughs> I mean, so far, so good. It's not floating yet. It's not been some ice on the top in those early games. So, you know, no, How no. stony? It looks good. Floating. Not moving much. So a little paler than normal. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if Stony makes it. <laughs> I want to see if we can make it the whole year. We have some uh, games that are like far away too. We're talking several hours away. So I, Stony it. travels well, it appears. Fish getting uh, car sick before the game. <laughs> Stony looks not well today. So uh, you know, do you need a second one, kind of like the Hank the Dog conspiracy? Do we need to find a second Stony just in case? <laughs> For sure, because if, if Stony just is just like him, hey, right, right. If Stony is in your custody and he goes down. That's a replacement. Oh, absolutely. For sure, and nobody Stoney, has to know. Is Stoney working? What's the record? Yeah, so, so they're over 500 with Stoney, and they All were right. struggling a bit without him. So. Got to keep him. There you yeah, go. Got to right? keep him. Got to respect the streak. 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. It's been eight days since the Brewers last won a baseball game, and thanks... To some timely hitting and speed on the bases, the crew got back into the win column on Sunday afternoon. 2-1 to Yelich. Lined into left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Weimer's going to be sent home. Here comes the throw home. Weimer slides, and he is safe. Lane Grindle right on the call right here on WTMJ as Yelich helped bring Weimer home, and the Brewers go on to win 7-3 in San Francisco for their 19th win of the season. It was a rough road trip for the Brew Crew. They went one and five, but they are back home tonight. Freddie Peralta is slated to get the start with a 641st pitch. You can tune in right here 
on WTMJ beginning at 6.05. Did you see Weimer blew out his pants on that slide? <laughs> <laughs> Big old Getting hole. home quickly. <laughs> hey man, whatever it takes. Hey, it's a, win. a win is a win. Uh, over to the NFL where the Packers rookies descended upon Green Bay over the weekend for a mini camp to break in their NFL debuts. First rounder Lucas Van Ness, the 13th overall selection for the Packers. He was one of the many among the fresh faces looking to soak it all in and looking to take it all at one step at a time. For me, I just want to come in and learn as much as possible about the system and what it means to be a professional. Uh, as I mentioned before, this is a whole brand new learning curve for me. Uh, you know, getting used to, you know, playing football but not having to manage school um, and all the tradition, traditional things I had to manage as a student athlete. Head coach Matt LaFleur speaking, looking forward to coaching up Van Ness and all those rookies that he has and the youth movement that is currently happening in Green Bay. Having a lot of youth is exciting because you really don't know until you get these guys in here and start to work with them. But I, I do think we've got some talented players to work with, and we'll see what they can handle. Next up for head coach Matt LaFleur and all those rookies, Van Ness included, is the organized team activities which begins on May 22nd. Hey, can I add a sports story here? Of course you can. Milwaukee Admirals show. advancing this weekend to the next round of the Calder Cup playoffs after a thrilling last-second victory Saturday yeah. night. UWM Panther Arena in a moment with Wisconsin Morning News vibes all over it. The Admirals two-on-one. Sanford, right circle. Backhand. Score! Spencer Stasny! Spencer Stasny scores with 26.8 to go! Spencer Stasny in his hometown. AHL TV with the call. Admirals win 2-1. to one. They advance in the Calder Cup playoffs in his hometown, he said. Indeed, Spencer Stasny grew up in Mequon. Family still all here, and we know this because he told us the story as a guest on Wisconsin's Morning News. I'm just enjoying every day here, and it's awesome being back home. So I'm enjoying everything. The group is awesome, the team, and I just love being in Wisconsin. Telling you, Eric, goes to the theme. There's a trend here. When you're a friend of the program, good things happen to you. Ads advance. They are on home ice Friday and Saturday against the Texas Stars and the hometown kid doing good. That's I love right. a last-second hockey call. It's Incredible. Solid call, right? Incredible call. So the kid from Mequon and the Admirals advance. Score! Spencer Stassi! Spencer Stassi scores! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And they stay there. And they stay 522 there. on Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday morning. Eric Bilstead and Greg Pancake Hill, who produces this program, back from, uh, was, Deb, did you go as well? Debbie was on stage where? for it. To yeah, the, I was presenting. Yeah, oh, well, Debbie was a presenter at mm-hmm. the Wisconsin Broadcasting Association Maxwell's Spring Awards show. And Eric brought back our awards in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> well, one, because there were a lot of them, but two, actually, it looks like it because one of them's broken already. <laughs> so, one? Oh, no. So we get these. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. Congratulations to the team. Very proud of everybody. We uh, took home a bunch, including best news operation for large market and uh, station of the year for large market. Very proud of that. And that's a streak that we were very, we hold dear that we continue to uh, have that opportunity to win that. So I've had them, like Wyatt, Wyatt Barmore Pooley was there and he was like, hey, I don't want to bring these in my car. I don't trust these. I don't trust that I'm going to be able to take care of them. So I'm like, all right, I'll take the big boys. Oh, so he gave it to a trusted so, yeah, adult. So I have the two that was big, you. The big, big glass ones, right? And I have them in the, uh, the floor of the car. 
Driving all over the place yesterday, no problem. You know, running errands, doing different things. There's he different never unloaded. Events. Never unloaded because I was going to bring him into work today. Okay. Made it. They were fine. Drove this morning. They're fine. Pull into the parking garage. Turn around the corner of the parking garage. Kaplunk, one of them falls over. Oh. <laughs> and off comes a little bit of glass. So now it has character. Yeah, no, it's like the Stanley Cup that they take around, right? Everybody yeah, should get a turn with it. Just like the Stanley Cup. Take it home and exactly drink like out that. of it and whatever yeah. else. Yeah, so I, I guess I did take it out of the bed, one, or out of the bed, I went out of the car to the <laughs> bed. So slept I with it. <laughs> just one time. I, You know, I know probably for you listening right now, you know, whether or not we win awards or not, not particularly germane to you or to your life. So right. they, matter, they matter to us in our little circles well, right. and that. So, But it also, it's it, you have a bar that you work to you know to meet every year, so I'm proud to know that we met it again. Always nice to be honored by yes. your peers. And these yeah. are peer-reviewed sort of things. So mm-hmm. good night for WTMJ and for good karma brands overall. ESPN Milwaukee won a number of awards. The as Truth did, did very uh, well. 1017 well. The Truth. So congrats around here in Milwaukee. I... Well, we got a second. Can I just bring this up? This happened the other day when we were sitting around doing our doing our meeting, and I got a text. I had service on my my fiber at home, so we have. I don't mind saying we have AT and T for okay. everything. Okay, right. and we were having slow internet, like it was in and out and whatever. So they they sent the guy out. He did a real nice job. Fixed the problem. Everything's good. What bing, was the bing, problem? Bing. Any idea? Or? Uh, there was a loose connection somewhere, and he did some work out at the remote box, like away from the house. So a couple of things were going on there. So. You always wonder, like, is it me? Like, is this guy going <laughs> to yeah, right, get here and yeah. be like, I don't know. I, I don't see anything. No, so he found a couple of problems. He fixed them. He was in and out, did, did a great job. So they send me this text because you have to give them your phone number so the guy can call you and all that mm. other stuff. Would you be, be willing to take a brief survey? Oh, that text. Right. So, f- fine. Like I said, the guy did a great job. And he was friendly and took care of the problem. So I'm, I'm happy to I f- figure, like, here, I'm going to help this sure. guy out yeah, so he gets nice. a good report. Yeah. Sure. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take a brief survey. They texted me the whole survey question by question. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> My phone no. blew up for five minutes. What about this? One through five. What about this? Then you, five. Then next. I've never seen that before. It's almost like someone you know who keeps texting you. that you know, like, All right, already. <laughs> next thing they see, phone is in silent mode. You're out of data. It's burning up all your data. <laughs> Standard data and message rates do apply. Mm-hmm. 5.41 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday morning. little fun for you. Have you seen this floating around the Internet? Actress Gwyneth Paltrow doing the Call Her Daddy podcast. She's always floating around the Internet. Is she? She's always saying something. Something. Well, she's doing this podcast with Alex Cooper. Paltrow dated at different times both Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck, okay. not like together. Like she was with Brad Pitt for a long time mm-hmm. and then had a stint with Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And this podcaster, Alex Cooper, is getting her to dish. Brad or Ben? It'll be fun. Okay. Brad. No. <laughs> I didn't even ask a question. Oh, I thought that was the question. Brad or Ben? <laughs> no, that was not that she was going to ask follow up. Brad or Ben at this, Brad or Ben at that. But she's just like, okay, I'll answer that. So entirely eager, though, was Paltrow to pick favorites here. Oh. Right? Does it already on. make you a little oh, uncomfortable, cringy. this one or that one? Without even being asked for what, so it, it proceeds. Who was a better kisser? Oh my God, let me think. Gosh, I have to remember so far back. They were both good kissers. Okay. 
Boo, cop out, right? <laughs> if we're going to go down this road. One is always better. Right. We're not going to play the, well, I don't know, they were both, right? So you kind of, she's kind of setting it up for, uh, I'm not really going to dish, right? Yeah. Oh, she dishes. I mean, you wouldn't want to be in that chair answering those questions, but she went down the road, so then she ultimately owns it. Apparently, no problem expanding on the follow-up question. Who is better in bed? That's really hard. That is really hard because, like, Brad was, like, the sort of major chemistry love of your life kind of, like, at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Ben was, like, technically excellent. <laughs> what does that mean? That's a compliment, right? Technically excellent. Yes, that gets you a bell. How to do it right? <laughs> All of the things. So which compliment would you prefer? The love of your life. Love of your life. Whatever. I mean, it sounded like she was all in on Brad. Like this was a love affair yeah, and it was yeah. passionate. She's young and, what, and right. all that. Yes. Yeah. But then adds the, but Ben was technically excellent. Which compliment would you prefer? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Technically excellent, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm with you on that one. Deb? Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> Well, I'll double down on what Eric said. Technically, I mean, anybody can fall in love. And when love is involved, there are yeah, all the yeah, feels and the whatever. everything. Technically excellent is a transferable skill. <laughs> yeah. you take well, that. I was going to lean a little bit more towards the, the love thing, but I guess, yeah. I At, but anybody can do that. If you're technically excellent, you can take that to any relationship. That's a high <laughs> That's compliment. True. That's true. I, I barely even liked the guy, but he was really good at what he was doing. Technically excellent. Fifty-one here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Weekend of terrifying, tragic national news out of Texas. Mass shooting in an outlet mall left eight people dead in Allen, Texas. That's just outside of Dallas. More on what happened there in a moment. But let's start with the more recent tragedy this morning. Eight people dead, others still hospitalized after a driver plowed through a crowded bus stop in the Texas border town of Brownsville. Candles and flowers mark the spot where an SUV hit and killed eight people at a bus stop in Brownsville, Texas, as authorities investigate whether the crash was an accident or intentional. Some of the victims were migrants who had just left a shelter that helps the homeless and people who cross the border. A witness says the driver was yelling insults before accelerating towards the group. That's ABC's Lindsay Watson. You heard her say authorities are still working through the motive. There were all kinds of social media reports yesterday saying the police department in Brownsville said it was an intentional act. That has not yet been determined by investigating authorities. Police spokesman Martin Sandoval on KRG-TV. Now, I know there is a report out there uh, that they're saying that it was intentional, that Brownsville police is saying that this was an intentional accident. Well, I'm here to clarify that Brownsville police has never taken the stand that it was an intentional accident. It is a factor that we have to look at. So it doesn't mean it wasn't intentional. It just means the investigators aren't there yet. They're sorting through a lot of information. They're sorting through a lot of witness reports. That's what they got to do. There's video there as well. So... You know, just a word of caution, this is obviously very sensitive, and it has wider implications. 
And what the police department there is saying is, let us work through this, mm. and we're going to be forthright. We're going to tell you what happens, but let us work through our investigation. And they're not through that yet. What we do know about the driver... The driver, identified by police as a Hispanic man, was taken to the hospital for treatment. Authorities are looking into whether alcohol played a factor, describing the man as very uncooperative, charging him with reckless driving. So that's the situation in Brownsville, Texas. Again, that happened Sunday. Back to Allen, Texas now, Saturday. Outlet mall full of shoppers. Gunman starts taking people out in the parking lot with a semi-automatic rifle. Here's ABC's Jim Ryan. It didn't appear that he was targeting anybody. It just seemed to be random shots fired into the people that he saw there in front of him. The police officer who happened to be there at the Allen Premium Outlets was responding to a different call, something unrelated, heard the gunshots, responded and took down this shooter. And again, this being the Saturday before Mother's Day weekend, the place was absolutely packed. So you heard an officer took out the gunman. Gunman is dead. What we do know about him and a possible motive becoming a little bit clearer this morning. We now know this person was Mauricio Garcia, a 33-year-old who lives somewhere in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, was in the Army. He was removed in 2008 because of mental health concerns. He had a tactical vest on. He was armed with a rifle and some kind of a handgun. FBI agents who have examined the weapons found insignia indicating a right-wing extremist ideology. They're looking not just at the crime itself, but also at the social media footprint of Garcia, trying to learn something about the motivation for the killing. So both of those tragedies out of Texas this morning, investigations continue at this hour. And, you know, this morning, the political fallout in the latter case, reigniting the debate over gun control, assault weapons ban, universal background checks, those familiar refrains. Governor Abbott of Texas saying this is a mental health issue. Others saying, can it be both? And, you know, we break along our political lines in that discussion. And in the former case, then you have the migrants killed, the debate over illegal immigration, Border control, a look ahead to later this week when the COVID rules that allowed border agents to just turn back border crossers immediately, those expire. Doesn't seem like we have a real good plan in place to deal with the expected flood of people Mm -hmm. at our southern border. So the White House House is sending, what, 1,500 more National Guardsmen to that area. If they're not down there already, they're going to be. And to do what? Under what right. policies? Under what ability to process people mm-hmm. who might have legitimate claims of asylum? Like, still haven't figured out that mess. And then, you know, like, I don't know if you spent any time on social media yesterday, but it was Whoa. an ugly place. Whoa. Everybody breaking into their camps, everybody wanting to be right. With even those, you know, the, the part that gives me pause is people are dead. And very little focus on on that that human tragedy and more just breaking into the camps of people who want to use that to to be right about something or to to not be wrong about something. And not enough focus on the fact that these are terrible tragedies. Well, and I would say, too, though, there the the frustration, it's it's gotten to a point where the the. The amount of the shootings that we're seeing, it's been this way for years now. So what are we going to do about it? You can't just say nothing anymore. Like, you know, I, I do think there has to be some type of discussion about anything other than just nothing happening. I mean, they, we're just at a spot here. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what would work. But, boy, nothing is happening, and it continues to take place. When our deeply entrenched politics prevents us from having those 
open and honest discussions. Right. Of, right. All right, is there is there some way we can move forward with something? Uh, Jim Ryan from ABC News is in Texas. I believe he's based out of Dallas, so he's going to join us live this morning at 720 with the latest on both of these tragedies in America. 557 on Wisconsin's morning news.